This is episode 42, recorded live on Thursday, October 18th, 2007. And while Andy sits there and explodes his mind, I will roll a D10, as well as some other Ds, to get the cool sound. D10, right? Yes, we have 10. Five. Five. Where's the... Shoot, did I close down the list? Uh, five is... The best Racer. video game genre? Didn't we just do... No, we did best video game. Yes, this is best video game genre. <laughs> And we didn't really have an answer for best video game. Huh. Um, I'd have to, to kind of cheat on this one. Why? I'm going to say RPG. Didn't we just talk about how every game was an RPG? Exactly. Well, that's kind of, that's like you said, <laughs> If you accept that every game is in some form an RPG. I, A.K.A. level in- increasements, weapon and increasements. Playing the role of something else, yeah. assuming the role of a god, a character, a storyteller, a listener, something, it's an RPG. Crazy. Half-Life, it's an RPG. You're playing the role of Gordon Freeman. Orange Box. Orange Box. Portal. Orange Box. This was a triumph. Orange Box. Um, I'm making a note I'm oh, trying to think. We're not supposed to sing anymore anyways. I'm, yeah. Yeah. What do you think you're doing? That was like episode four. <laughs> Why, why are you singing? Why wouldn't I sing? Isn't the song catchy? Didn't people tell us not to sing? But that was so long ago, wasn't it? Do you remember? Because I don't. Shit. Ha. Damn it. And with that, go. Uh, Andy, do you have any comments about the, the random topic? Uh, it depends on what type of mood you're in. I, there's times where I would love just to go blow things up. With the gravity gun, smack people in the walls. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting. And there's other times where it's civilization where I'm sitting there contemplating over, what do I do? Who shall I nuke next? <laughs> not me. Please, not me. Well, we're still in the ancient era. It's still like 800 BC, something uh, like that. 2560 BC. Okay, you see, I don't have nuclear weapons yet. I hope not. <laughs> Something would be seriously wrong. Ooh, what's this? Boom. <sighs> sitting there with a warrior. You know, I'm, I'm just learning like mysticism and the wheel, and all of a sudden I see an ICBM in the air. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, that'd be funny. So, I, I, honestly, what mood are you in? Because I'm in a mood yeah. for different, so the genre fits my moods. So Okay. See, even civilization, though, you're, you're assuming the role of, uh, of a leader. Shut up! You and your, everything's an RPG. And then what did you do? You kind of backed yourself into a corner with that question, if I remember correctly. Because it wasn't like, what's the best video game RPG? And then you said, if everything's an RPG, I can't really... Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's how it started, was what's the best video game RPG? And then, then what's you, the best? I said that all RPG, all video games are RPGs. So I was asking, "What's the best video game?" And then last week was, "What's the best video game?" And all the, uh, all video games are RPGs, so there I like too many to choose from. And then, uh, "What's the best genre?" And they're all RPGs. So I, I I do have to say though, I am a big fan of the adventure games, like the puzzle games, like Myst. Myst adventure and puzzle are two different. Well, they're, whatever Myst was, I thought Myst was is puzzle. I thought Myst was considered an adventure game. Myst is puzzle. Adventure I, games usually have some form of combat. No, I do believe it's listed as an adventure game. <laughs> adventure <laughs> games. Oh, look at that. Uh, adventure games are computer characterized by investigation, which may, may include exploration, exploration puzzle solving, solving, interaction with characters, and, and have a focus on narrative rather, rather than, than reflex. reflex. Which would be... Missed. Yes. Yes. Thank you, and... Good it night. is also, generally, though, more considered things like Space Quest. Yeah, it's an adventure King's game. Quest. Those yeah. are Those are the, the archetypical adventure games. I know, and I love those. I've got the entire Space Quest box at home. One, two, three, four. Five, six. Twelve. Okay, you could go by twelve being a part of six, but they officially... Own... What? Twelve was a part of four. Okay, sorry. Five and six are the ones that I haven't actually played. But they're in the Space Quest Complete Collection put out by Vivendi. Sierra. Sierra got bought by Vivendi. Yeah, I know. The the original game. So did Blizzard. Huh. Huh. Right, okay, so I I think we're done with that. Okay. I like the adventure games. I like games. I like me the puzzle. (laughs) He likes a hidden puzzle. Like Portal. Portal. This is episode 44. Recorded live or dead on the Halloween night, the darkest hour of the darkest night. So, random topic. Yes. Uh, the random number generator, also known as Dice.Lua, my little Lua script, uh, has given us the number four. The number four, so that means we have to count down. Four, do, 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 do. Best book genre. 
Les books. Oui, Jean-Marc. Uh, random topics. <laughs> I'm getting kind of tired of these best genre, best of this, best of that. Well, only there's only like... Uh, let's see, what do we have? That is like 38 random topics or something. Not bad. There's not many best ofs left anymore. Well, that's because there's only seven topics left, period. Well, we've done lots since episode six. <laughs> we've missed like two. There was the one with Zach Weigel and one of the ones with Mo. Yes, but talking with Zach and Mo, those were kind of random. Yeah, that was, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, was out of the blue. Okay, so best book genre. Genre. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm going to cheat. What? I'm going to cheat again, as I normally do on questions like this, because I dislike these kinds of questions. Uh, technically, it's not a book genre, but I'd have to say short stories. I'm waiting for an explanation. Well, it's the best literary genre, in my opinion. Uh, a short story is generally far more meaningful than a novel. Uh, some of my favorite stories are short stories. Uh, you know, all the Asimov originals are short stories. And then there's some other good short stories. Uh, I, I, I like short stories and dislike short stories yeah. for the same exact A lot reason. of old sci-fi magazines were only short stories. You could consider TV episodes a series of short stories. Uh, if you only watch one, yes. Because the good and bad about short stories uh, no, is no. you get... Well, go on. But, go ahead. Well, I would disagree with your last statement. I mean, like, Heroes certainly is not a short story. No, but it's a collection of short stories. If no, you, like, if I would you, even say it's a collection of short stories. I'd say it's one huge-ass story. Yeah, but there's still independent storylines in the in the show. Not so much, though. Storylines that don't really affect the other people. Most, most of the, the episodes directly affect the next episode. But some of them don't. Like the episode where they're in the future? That really didn't affect the other episodes that part of it didn't but there was much more to it than that yeah but it would the, the future episode was set up as a pod episode oh that's true oh pod, right i know what you're talking about it's completely separate from yeah, everything else no, I, I remember which episode you're talking about now yeah i guess so so the, the, the people write shows like that shows that don't have to deal with the stories right. continue but i'd say continue. you know things more like uh, uh one-shot video releases those are definitely short stories yeah you know like the the anime oavs only available on video. It's like a single episode is completely independent of the plot of the main line, things like that. But we're getting uh, a little off the random topic. <laughs> so what is what is your favorite genre? What do you think is the best genre, Andy? Um, if I bring up Dan Brown again, are you going to start? I'm not going to get mad. I'll try not to beat on him. You know, if you say suspense, that's that's a perfectly okay genre. Well, I Dan Brown like is not a genre upon himself. <laughs> No Man is the genre upon himself. I wouldn't say No Man. I'd probably put Stephen King in his own genre just because he's written enough books to qualify for it. He's written more stories than there are stories, I think, in like Empire State Building and a couple other things. Yeah. Like, if, if he if, if, each, if each of his stories was an actual like story in a building, I think it's like 300 stories high or something like that. He's written a lot of books. Yeah. I, I'm definitely liking the, uh, the the techno thriller, like the the Tom Clancy, the Dan Brown, the Michael Crichton sort of thing. Dang it! Where were you the other day, by the way? I needed someone to remember Terminal Man. You know, I was kind of funny because I was looking that up the other day. And no, like I was with three other people, all of whom know Crichton and know most of his works, and none of us could remember Terminal Man. I knew the story, and I couldn't think of the title. Why didn't I call you? Because it was three in the morning. Did so? Do you want me to call you at three in the morning when you're in in uh, uh, Kalamazoo? No. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, if it were three in the morning, if you were out here, I'd be fine. But uh, no. <laughs> but uh, Michael, which reminds me, I have to get the new Michael Crichton book. He's still writing. Yeah, he just wrote a uh, next. Okay. Like, if you look at Terminal Man, is old. Yeah. Drama Strain is old, and he's oh, still yeah, writing. It's really old. <laughs> It's, it still works, though, for yeah. me, for some odd reason. Well, it was, even though I look at all the stuff going, that computer would not do that. <laughs> That's kind of crazy, but anyway. Would you agree with the statement that in order to write good science fiction, you need to have a basic knowledge of at least one of the sciences? Of course. Writing science fiction, if you're not even remotely have any knowledge of science in a little bit, it's just preposterous. It's got to be some basis of your random thoughts somehow. Okay. What, why do well, you I, I actually fully agree. But, but I just, no, I, I fully agree. Okay. I, I, <laughs> it's like, well, there was eerie I, I don't silence know if I fully agree, because I'm not sure. I think, you know, all the good sci-fi writers that I've read have had scientific background, although I don't know about Heinlein. Do you know if he had a, a sci-fi background? A science background, rather? Mm, not off the top of my Wikipedia. head. Wikipedia. 
I can't spell his last name off the top of my head either. Uh, I'm guessing. <laughs> oh, you know, I got a better way. Fahrenheit. Search by the four fifty one. Yeah. There you go. Now, if I could remember how to spell Fahrenheit. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. So, but yeah, I'm, I like the books that are almost like movies. If that makes sense. Fahrenheit four fifty. Oh, that was Bradbury, not Heinlein. Uh, Starship Troopers. That was Heinlein. Yes. What am I thinking? Yeah, uh, Robert A. Heinlein. Uh, science vibes, standard social themes, importance of liberty. I've got a lot of reference novels. Really. Yeah, I've, I've got, got cookbooks. Books. Okay. I've got, I've got a reference now. I've got like the, uh, I've got like four different books that are big in it's how things work, the way things work, how in the world. Well, maybe that's why you you're so ready to um, do this uh, into. Yeah, no into no into dot com k n o w. Yes, deserves it yet? No, or, no, no, not yet. Go do go it. To. As, as soon as we finish, let's go do it. I'm dead serious. The book of fascinating facts. Right next to my uh, Haynes Manual for the Cadillac. <laughs> right next to my Java book. Uh, after his discharge, right I attended a few weeks of graduate classes in mathematics and physics at University of California. So he took classes in it. <laughs> well, that's good, right? Yeah, it's more. It, I, hey, I, if you're taking classes in a graduate level course, yeah, I'd say that's more than just you know a, a passing knowledge. <laughs> That's that's fine. All right. Well, um, I guess that's the answer then. That Heinlein. Yeah. Well, book genre. I'm book genre for the your reference yeah. book is your favorite type of genre. I guess so. Now it's how how the things work. The encyclopedia is my new favorite book genre. Okay. So you must really love Wikipedia. Oh goodness gracious! <laughs> I spend way too much time on Wikipedia. Yeah. I'm just waiting for when I start editing Wikipedia. Oh, I've, I've tried to resist that temptation, and I've managed to for now. But someday. It will, I've I've only edited one Wikipedia article. Yeah, that was because somebody did their math wrong, <laughs> and so I corrected it. I've edited for grammar before. Someone missed a, a capitalization. Ah, uh, I see. So even if I hadn't done that, someone else would have. Mm. So, um, Dave, I, I think we're uh, we're done. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> yeah, I think we should we should we should stop this now because this would probably keep on going, and the file would just get larger and larger, right. and then who knows? Let's finish. We're done. Right. Big finish. Good night. The rim shot is the best that you could think of? Oh, uh, yes. I as had heard. Shush. As we watch our two co-hosts walk off into the darkness, the world will never know what goes inside the random access podcast. Except you, because you listen to it. That was supposed to be the end. I'm, I'm stopping it. I'm stopping it now. This is episode 45, like the EP. Recorded live on November 11, 2007. So, random topic? Sure. We um, rolled we got, beforehand. We've got eight. We, there was a request that people want to, to know that we're actually doing this randomly. Um, yes. Dice here. So we, we have dice. Yes. You can sort of hear them. But we, we have done these randomly. This was, yeah. we literally, I picked out this. This one dice. was already done, however. We, yes. We rolled before the episode. Because it gives us time to think about this. Because this one's kind of interesting. But the, the random topic was, out of all the classes in Team Fortress 2, TF2, Orange Box, Portal. Portal. Orange Box. Orange Box. Uh, which do you find to be the most flexible for any situation? Which is the most flexible? flexible. Well, two classes can heal. Yes. Two. Yes. The engineers can heal. Oh, yeah, because you have their... They can build the machine. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, all classes can attack not necessarily very well. Yeah. Um, sniper is certainly not very versatile. No, you have you have one... Two. Four. Two purposes. The Defend- sniper's melee is one of the strongest in the game. Really? Yeah. I did not know It's that. a huge knife! I thought all melee was equal, though. No. All right. I don't think so. I swear I, that all I of them could are equal. be wrong, but I'm pretty sure a sniper... Well, certainly the spy's melee isn't. No, but that's if you're behind them. Yeah. It's only if you're behind them. I saw someone the other day go on this absolute streak as a spy where they just un, uh, undisguise themselves and backstab four people in a row. Wow. Just running around like one, next, two, next, three, next, four, next, dead. cheese o that's that, like, that just eliminated half my team. Um, but getting back to the, the most versatile, the spy is not very versatile either. No, because I if, mean, if, if you know, as soon as you know there's a spy on there. Yeah, it's cloak and dagger, and it's yeah. a lot of fun, but it's not versatile. No. 
um, medic, you know, your primary job is to heal. You're a healer. There's nothing else that you can do with a medic. Um, the pyro is kind of versatile. It's listed as an attack, but you can use it as defense. Oh, yeah. Quite effectively. Mm-hmm. Especially in enclosed spaces where yeah. you have the people are forced to stand on the, the flag point. Right. A lot of the attack and defense ones can go either way. Yeah. Uh, scouts aren't very good for defense. No. I'll say that. Demo man. Demo man could go either way. Is really strong on both sides. Yeah. Because you, you depends they're, on if they're you're, great if you're, to push with. Yeah. If you're good for the if you're good if you're a good bouncer. Right. I'd have to say the engineer though. Really. Engineer can attack. Yes. He has a shotgun. Yes. He is defense. Yes. He has a shotgun. Yes. And turrets. Yes. He can heal. Yes. He can also use the teleports he as can, an offensive yeah, character. He can create teleports. He can assist. He's listed as a defensive. Yeah, but he can do. You can do offense yeah. with an engineer, right? So you, I'd have, say to, that. you have to. You're going to be living on the edge. Yeah, but you can still do offense as an engineer, and you can heal. Yeah, you can so also. I'd say the engineer is probably the most versatile. I also don't like playing them. Oh, I like playing the engineers. I also like playing the soldiers. I'm I'm a big fan of the medic. If I, as soldiers, I like you can go either way with it, and you can still soldiers are harder to play defense with. No, you can play defense with the soldier. You can, but they're harder. They're, they are much more of an offensive class. Yeah, but you can, you, can, you can certainly play defense. If you're just sitting off in the corner somewhere waiting for somebody to s- stand by on the, yeah. on the little well, control that's point. A, that's and what a sniper's for. Well, yeah, you, you can have a soldier be basically a sniper. With, yeah, it's in the but it takes, takes too long for the rocket to get there. Not if they don't know where it's coming from. If they're coming from like straight up down <laughs> on the guy. That's a good point. With the rocket jump, you can get up to some pretty decent places. Yeah, some unexpected places, and then they um, don't... as I, I'm, I'm more of a fan of the medic than the. I like the soldier. I, I really wasn't into the soldier until I did that that penny arcade tournament, and then I was like, you know, the soldier is actually pretty versatile. Yeah, but not as versatile as the engineer. I don't know. All right, what happens if you had a team of soldiers versus a team of engineers? If the engineers had the time to set up. So they would have would to be waste them. defensive. At the start, yeah. yeah. But if the engineers were on offense and soldiers were on defense... Soldiers would probably kick the engineer's ass. Yeah. Soldiers on offense, if you had enough of them, you, the gun can only shoot so fast. Right. You're literally going to throw lambs to the slaughter. But sooner or later, somebody's going to start pegging that thing enough to blow um, it up. Yeah, at which point they just start building a new one. And a team of engineers could get the, the super turrets up instantly. Fast, yeah. Hmm. You might have to try this out at some point. Just get it. Just like do one class versus one class. Yeah, it would really suck to play the medics. Medics would just heal themselves. <laughs> you'd never kill them. You'd have you'd literally, you could have a daisy chain yeah, of just medics. A chain heal. <laughs> and then as soon as a couple of them get invincible, you have and the medic going run in with men. Medic running in with the bone saw, just attacking everybody. <laughs> that would be interesting. Uh Team of scouts would do really well against a lot of them because they could just run circles yeah. around them. Team scout, of spies, scout, scout rushes. Team of spies really well. just wouldn't work. Pyro rushing is fun. Yeah, <laughs> actually, no. A team of spies would work because you just know exactly what you have to pick to be disguised as the other team. Yeah. Too bad they're gonna be shooting everyone. <laughs> like we know there are spies. Yeah, everybody just cloaks and then you just backstab cloak again. <laughs> That would be fun. Maybe we should try and organize this. Get you know fourteen more people and <laughs> T- one one class versus one class yeah. on certain maps. Oh, it'd be great. Mm. So I think that's. I'm going to go with the soldier. You're going to go with the engineer. Yeah. Even though I don't like playing them, I think they are the most versatile. All right. Well, that that is your random topic, and I'm guessing that's the. I don't have anything else on the list, so I'm guessing um, I'm good for now. All right. Well, I guess that's another episode done in the can. Do you have any shoutouts or anything? Shoutouts. Shoutouts. I don't know. What? I don't know. You know when you want to say hi to or something? Hi, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Today is Sunday, November eighteenth, 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 two thousand seven. All right. Should we should we hit our random topic? Yeah. Let's let's go for it. All right, all right. So we've got eight topics. The, uh, we don't need to read them again. We we read them every week. Okay. But we have eight topics. Okay. And dice. And D8. Say to dot. Andy. There you go. 
that, that, that's good. All right, roll. Oh, the D8 fell off the table. It got an eight. Um, so I'm guessing it's the last one. Max uh, damage. Possible crit? No, no, no. That's if you roll a 20 or a 19. I rolled a one. Critical miss. Okay. Anyway. Andy shoots himself in the foot. <laughs> uh, I missed the rope. Um, <laughs> last question. If you make your very own Team Fortress 2 level, what would it look like and how would it play? Objective of level, setting of level, other cool features in the level. Hmm. Hmm. You have something? Well, every time I play TF2, I keep on thinking of Evil Genius. Like, you remember the... The dungeon game. Yeah, the one that has that same sort of styling as... Yeah, it's actually pretty similar animation. It's a cell-style animation. Well, not just the... But, like, the the artistic design is very similar. I've I've always been a fan of the cell-style animations. So, like, TF2 and Evil Genius and all that stuff actually looks pretty cool. Like, if they ever made a poster... Of the TF2, like all the characters lined up, and it had like TF2 on it. If they made a big poster of that, I would buy that. I think they did. No, they didn't. Because I've been looking for a poster of that. Okay. They've made plush dolls of the uh, the companion cube. The compa- yeah, companion cube. You can get plush dolls, and you can also get fuzzy dice for your car. Yeah. Well, fuzzy what's, companion what's the full title of the companion cube? I Weighted companion yes. cube. All right, but anyway, okay. So I would kept on picturing some sort of like evil genius. So you have like I'm guessing like some underground missile silo or something. That's where I'm thinking the level's going to be. Or okay. Like the, so like the the evil genius headquarters. Yeah, the the doctor no in like a in the 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 tropical underground mm-hmm. layer something like that. Hmm. All right. So you've two teams red and blue. What do you got to do with them? I haven't figured that part out yet. I just think that would be the, it's so cool to have like an underground missile silo. Protect the evil genius. Ooh. And then you could have you could have um, like traps set up mm-hmm. somehow. So you have like so you could have someone sitting. You have like an engineer activating traps. Yes. So you have one engineer in like a one control point who sees all the things and who's activating traps and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's also got a links onto his players who are everywhere. But they the the uh, get a heavy to play as the evil genius because they look pretty cl- similar. Who touched Sasha? <laughs> who touched my Sasha? Sorry. Just... Um, yeah, that could actually kind of work. Yeah, an evil like ge- a, a VIP. Yeah, yeah, like, I love the VIP levels. Those were always fun, except when people finally figured out the VIP levels enough that they were actually able to, like, launch themselves up onto the uh, the tops of buildings and stuff, yeah. and then it was, ugh. But like a, like a VIP level, but it kind of like a infiltrate. So it'd be kind of almost like capture the flag sort of thing. With the VIP? With the VIP, yeah. yeah. I'm saying, like, you, you designate one player as the, the VIP. Who has to sit in his little evil lair. He can go wherever. Oh, okay. I was going to say he just sits in his evil lair somewhere. But he could go wherever. That works, yeah. too. And it's a player. He can, he can fire, he can fight. But if you fight, you're right on the front lines. Well, yeah. But also, let you, uh, give, him a, give him a golden gun. Like a one-shot <laughs> kill. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Like, or it's slow to... Re- it's a one-shot. Yeah. It's slow to reload, but it's a one-shot kill. So he's... Uh, he can defend himself a bit, but if you get more a, than like Gabe, one person... Gabe Newell... Uh, head, head of head of Valve. We, we, we have was an it, idea. What, was, what is this email that he always talks about every time that he uh, just go load up any of the the developer commentary? It's the yeah. first one. Yeah, I think it's gaben at valve dot com probably. But you know, I I think this idea is brilliant. Is there a level editor for TF two already out? I don't think so. What if you could build one in Gary's mod? I can't yeah. believe that we actually have to buy Gary's mod now. That's uh, just whatever. Uh. No, I find that kind of ridiculous. It's like, hey, it's Gary's mod. It was a thing, and then they... They bought it and sold it. Yeah, it's kind of like Counter-Strike. All right, so anyway, so my evil genius, what do you have? Uh, I'm, I think I'm going to steal the idea of the VIP. What? But it's not going to be evil genius. All right. Uh, I think an urban environment. An urban environment. Lots of buildings, windows... Okay. Places to hide, places to jump up and shoot from really, really high up. You get like a sniper on the top floor of a giant building. Oh, like a giant, like a Empire State Building sniper sort of thing. Yeah. Could work. Sniper zoom doesn't really zoom in that far, though. Well, it wouldn't be an Empire State Building. It yeah. It would be probably like a, a 20-story building or something. 15-story building. Mm. It could work. I don't know. I still like the, the key with the evil genius and the traps. And yeah. The, the one guy who's locked in the room to activate all the, the trap functions. <laughs> I, I do think a, a dynamic environment, could something work. where things could change. You know, you, you get to open up new accesses and close others. Oh, like that, like they're uh, the the hydro level. Yes, but where it happens during the match. 
Ooh. Like a door that was open will all of a sudden just slam shut. If you're under it, sucks to be you. So like the trains in Train Yard. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I hate those trains. It's like, I'm the heavy and then <laughs> running along, running along. Fuck. <laughs> Where I'm on the train tracks, like invincible as the heavy, and you hear ding, 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 and I'm like, I can't move fast, and boom. And I'm toast. Even though I'm invincible, it's you can't. Really, even if you've got the, the medic's power up, the train still kills you? <laughs> well, the train just, just pops you one and you're gone. Huh. You cannot stop a train. Interesting. Yeah, trains will kill Train you. greater than medic. Well, yeah. Yeah. It'd be so funny if someone, like, their first time on that level, and it probably happened a lot as an engineer, they're building on the tracks. <laughs> like, ching, ching, ching. I was like, ding, 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 what's that? No! <laughs> not, not... I can't think of this some guy My would turret. be named. Yeah, not maybe you have to like not Tommy the turret. <laughs> no. Oh fuck no! Not again! I wish I could see some of those old the like, the original ones that they did. Yeah, just like see what happens. So those first beta testers when they first explore a level. What's going on? I don't like, know. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, look. We're in a building with train tracks. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Ding, ding, ding. Hey, cool. It's got real sound effects. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Wham. What was that? What was that? <laughs> wait, wait. Death by train. What train? That actually I- happened to me the first time. <laughs> yeah, I- what was worse is I, I saw someone else get creamed by a train. I'm like, ah, ha, ha. And then I'm standing on the other track. I'm like, ah, ha, ha. Wham. Right out of the cartoons. You're also kind of cool if you had a TF, TF2 level that could actually handle more than just the 32 people. Like Ooh. you could, like a like a 32 on 32, just 64 pure, team. That would just be or 64 pure, person. Yeah, game. pure chaos. Well, if you did like the urban landscape, you could almost do that. But yeah, you'd have to have something though that doesn't have a lot of right. You'd rendering. have to. So you'd have to have like a giant open field. No, you could do it with a lot of rendering, because the rendering is all done client-side. Well, yeah, but trying to render you and render 64... Well, the thing is, you have to make it big enough that you're never going to see more than 30-some people at a time. Oh, God, it's a giant open open, open killing field. No, a field would be bad. Because a field, you'd see everyone. With lots of hills. You have to put things in the way so you don't see the other people, you don't have to render them. Yeah. That's how rendering works. Hmm... I don't know. You speed it up by only rendering what you need to render. Okay. That's why your field of vision always is mm-hmm. far, near, close, near. Yeah. Things it are- only renders what it needs to. Yeah. All right. Well, we've hit our... Uh- hit the hour mark? Yep. All right. Well, then I think we're done. Okay. Well, uh, no podcast next... Probably no podcast for next week. We'll try and get this one up as soon as we can. And then I might work on 43 if we've got nothing better going on. We had like on. a 24-hour turnaround time last week. Well, yes. That was wonderful. Well, I had the two hours on Monday, which I can use now for doing this. All right. Of, so we can get this up tomorrow night? Yeah. So we record on Thursday. I just work on it on Friday and get it up. and then. But now Monday can work right. too. We're done. Yeah. Bye. Bye. This is episode 47, recorded live on Friday, November 3rd, 2007. 11. 11. All right, I've loaded my trusty random number generator. You know that there is that whole thing with the Microsoft and the pseudo and random number generator is actually not really um, pseudo or random. I'm not using Microsoft's pseudo random number generator. Okay, good. One. If you guys had to write a story, what would it be about? Can I change my answer? (laughs) You can't. No, 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 the second rule is what I wanted. I'm sorry, you rolled one. You said one. Damn it. This is random. Random the second topic. roll was the one I wanted. It needed one to roll to warm up. It was a test roll. Nope. What story would we write? Yes, if you had to write a story, what would it be about? I'd be about... Uh, I was like the... Well, what are the seven well, archetype stories? Was don't, it man? Don't we all, like, every week contribute into a joint story, Andy? You think this is a story? Not, no, not, not this. D&D. That's not a is story. That, how is that not a story? Because nobody likes to roleplay. None of you guys ever like to roleplay. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. I totally no, don't. Do. Coins. My friends. I roleplay more than anyone else there except you. Yes, I realize that. And that's still, you don't roleplay. No, actually, you're wrong. Matt. Matt roleplays more well, than yes, all of Well, yes, but I've us. only had Matt as a character one time, and this is the one yeah. time. So I still but haven't really Matt got a hold of more than any of us. But I'm you. sitting here in the world's largest dungeon. I'm watching you on your laptop. Brendan's on his DS, just wanting to kill stuff. Right. 
Brian and just Beth's doing her homework. Brian's doing no, something. I've I've been role playing for other than world's largest for just about all of them. Mr. Edoms, you're you're. Mm, I could Trogo sort the of, magnificent. I could sort of see that. Kathan, Kathan, there were two. Yeah. Basse Magu, that was before you got there. Yeah. He was my original rogue, my original paladin. I'm still saying, though, that the D&D group is not a role-playing well, group. We're, we're getting there, and this one, everyone's role-playing a lot more than we, we normally do. Not really, Brian. I haven't seen him as a manipulative bitch yet. Not yet. Still, I still don't see it. I'm well, waiting it's, for it's, it. Yeah. My character's completely up in the air now because you guys are just completely chaotic evil. I'm not chaotic evil. Yes. No. How many? What did you steal? A lot of armor. Chaotic neutral. That's a cop out. That would so be yes. a cop out for a kid. I would. I think I'm the only one because I'm actually sitting there debating my things. Well, then you're lawful, not chaotic. I'm doing what I need to do to stay alive. Mm. I'm not doing it to hurt other people. Chaotic. I'm not ne- causing pain to other people. I gave the crowd fifty gold because they were chasing you. Yeah. Which, uh, that whole idea of you're in the rich district and you, some guy says 50 gold to this guy. Everybody's in the rich district. They're shopping in the rich district. Yeah, They're not they going to want 50 yeah, gold. It's like somebody comes out there and be like, two bucks, whoever can stop that guy who's running away. I'm I like, think Brendan was just mad that I managed to get all this armor without having to pay. I like you gave Brian a wand of invisibility with infinite charges. You gave me a bag of holding. What do you expect me to do? I am a rogue. Fly to the top of the tower. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to pass so, by everything. So, what, if you a had story, a story, yes. Uh, I was looking up these seven archetypes yeah. of stories. Well, as I was saying, I mean, we, we, we contribute to writing a story every week. D&D is still contributing. Even if you're not role-playing, it's still contributing to writing the story. I know, I play it out in my head when we're playing. I don't. Because it's not really... The, if, I, if, there, I had more, if I had something else to bounce off of, maybe, but it's... Like talking to a brick wall. Use Mike. Maybe Mike's uh, been role playing too. You you could get the you could have the Cinderella, the Achilles. The, oh, these are no. Th- these are the wrong archetypes. Yeah, you're looking for things like drama, comedy. I'm trying to find the seven basic plots. Seven basic plots. Boy meets girl. Hold on. I remember we actually did. We talked about this in my screenwriting Boy class. Boy impresses girl. Basic plot. Ninety percent of the stories. Seven basic plots. Where are the seven? What are, oh, here we go. Ask Yahoo. Maybe that has it. Um, man versus nature. Man oh, versus man. God, those. Man versus environment. How is man, wait, how is man versus environment different than man versus nature? Well, the environment doesn't have to be nature. Okay. I could see, like, day after tomorrow would be man versus nature. Okay. So what would man versus environment be? Man versus environment, I would say um, uh, do the right thing. I don't know that one. It's, can... it's, it's a man versus the environment. It's the, the, the upbringing, oh. the racial stereotypes, that sort of, like, the environment that okay. we live in. Okay. Yeah, man exactly. versus Machine slash technology, man versus the supernatural, Ghostbusters. Yeah, man versus self, and man versus God slash religion. So which would... there's a lot of overlap in some of those. I know, but those are the seven. I'd have to go cross between man versus man, man versus tech. I've always liked the man versus the environment because that's the, that's the one that people those don't. Are, yeah, those are the the deep stories. Certainly, yes, but. I'm, I, I don't generally enjoy reading deep, deep stories. Every so often, Well, yeah. who says we have to be reading these stories? Well, these are just re- like a yeah, story. What, what's that's, a, what's that's a story? Point. It does not have to be written. See, I'm, it I'm, could be a game. I was going to say I'm looking for a loophole, but not that loophole. What loophole were you looking for? Well, you know how you always try and find loopholes for yes. the questions you really don't want to answer? Well, yes. Well, is it every game an RPG? It is. Yes, Were and you, you able to your... find a way around that? Yeah, and then I love how you painted yourself into a corner using that same logic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Good for you. Um, so what was I saying? I, I don't know. Um, man, you oh. said man versus man versus machine and man. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like the, the man. Oh, so the man versus oh, the environment. I, I know what, what I was gonna say. If if I can interrupt. All right. Uh, uh, about the story being a game as opposed to a book or a movie. Ghostbusters 3. What? That it, it fits the whole thing about a story. There isn't going to be no Ghostbusters 3. There is. What? The new game that's coming out. They're calling it Ghostbusters 3? I don't know if they're calling it yet. That, uh, like, there's an unofficial title for it that's Ghostbusters 3, but it is what the third movie would be. So it's the Ghostbusters Go to Hell, the Dan Aykroyd script that he's been pawning off to try and get uh, in production for. I guess. Just say yes, because yes, I sure. know this thing. Yes. Okay, yes. Ghostbusters Go to Hell is the name of the plot that Dan Aykroyd has been trying to get people to, nice. to do for the longest yeah, time. Yeah, well, evidently a, a game studio picked it up. What I don't understand is the one, the one screenshot I saw of this, which is supposed to happen after Ghostbusters 2. Had the Marshmallow Man. Yeah. 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 Could just be concept art. I don't know. All right, so here I found the, the 20 basic plots. 
Are you uh, going to read the list of 20 basic plots? Um, the, the quest. How the much ad- time is left, Andy? The adventure. Actually, we're probably over an hour, but I can always cut out silence. <laughs> it's my new favorite thing. I just put... Just, <laughs> Remove I just silence. Do, yeah, I just do our audio editing on each track, and then I combine them together on a WAV file, mono, and then I just go, delete silence. And it goes, ooh, there's a silence break here and a silence break, and it just all can, I can cut off a good 300 seconds at some point. Okay, but... Well, we, we don't need to hear the 20 basic plots. The, the, well, I'm just going to list the title. How about just the title? The Quest, The Adventure, The Pursuit, The Rescue, The Escape, The Revenge, The Riddle, The Rivalry, The Underdog, The Temptation, The Metamorphosis, The Transformation, The Maturation, maturation uh, uh, The Love, The Forbidden Love, The Sacrifice, The Discovery, The Wrecked ex, uh, Excess, The Ascension, The Decision. I am not a fan of breaking it down like that. Because there are so many stories that, like, I mean, at that point, you're just like, I'm going to write a story that is this plus this plus this, and it'll have this element. Yeah, and you Oof, can I it. have a story. You, Maybe that's oh. how Dan Brown writes them. I, you took the words out of my mouth. Were you there at Potbelly when we had eight of us around a table? It was, it was, yeah, I think I was. No, I don't think you were, actually. It was uh, with Rachel Hanswitz and Aaron Hanswitz. I don't think you were there that day. Uh, I think I might, I might have been. Because I remember seeing that they like, I haven't read any of his books, especially Da Vinci Code, and they're all talking about the four books and how they're all the same thing. They they are, literally, it's... Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons I'm not a big fan of Dan Brown. Well, yes, but it's a, it, he does it well. I can't wait for the new one to come out. It's to be about the Freemasons. Yeah. Oh, God. It's supposed to be coming out, I think, in 2008, maybe 2009. All right. I think we're done. Fine, then, with the wretched excess, maybe. The wretched excess? Yes. Uh, plot involves the protagonist who, either by choice or by accident, pushes the limits of acceptable behavior to the extreme and is forced to deal with his consequences. Scarlet Letter. I like how they can condense all these things. We're done. No, you can't make... This is episode 48, recorded live on Thursday, December 6th, 2007. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, do you want to hit the, the random topic? Uh, how far are we? I'm staring at 56, 40-something. Yeah, I think random topic. All right. We, we pre-rolled. We rolled a 15 unquote. out of 16. Rolled, yeah. I used my program. 15. we don't really have a 16-sided die. Uh, true. Could like roll an eight and then roll like a like a flip a coin maybe and that would be times two or not yeah that would not work why not well because certain numbers would have far more chance of coming up and all the even numbers would have much more of a chance of coming up well and no, the no. odd numbers greater than eight would never come up no 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 roll it roll the die uh-huh. and then each one one is one or two two is two or, th- or three or four okay and then heads or tails is, is the bottom one or the top one of the two that, that would work I think I don't know I'm taking a probability class next semester yeah, so I'll let I, you know I, if that I is think equal to we could have some crazy stuff going on here once I take my probability class and so actually figure I out. I took if it... a probability class. You don't really learn much in a probability class. We'll see. I learned that my math teacher can't reduce thirty-nine fifty seconds in his head. That's easy when dealing with a deck of cards. What? what? Mm. That's what I learned. Oh boy! All right, so we rolled fifteen out of sixteen, which means emoticons. 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 What the heck is em- em- an emoticon? No, emoticons. Emoticon. Yes, not not e m o t i c o n. Not like the emoticons. The the emoticons. Okay. Wikipedia's got nothing on emoticon. What the heck is an emoticon? Google emoticons. Googling emoticon. Um. Uh. Where's MSN Messenger's emoticon directory? TechSpot troubleshooting. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. I think they want us to. It's, do you mean emoticons? No, it's emoticons. I, well, we did emoticons, right? Yes. We, we talked about what, what emoticons emoti- would yeah. like. That was episode like 30-something. 29? Yes, 30-something by, by that I mean 29. Thir- so. By 30-something you mean 30 minus 1. one. Yes. So emoticons. What the heck is emoticons? Well, uh, all I right, Andy. All right. This, you know what this reminds me of? What? Bobby pins. Oh, God. All right, so motocons. Um, or knitting. Uh, uh, electronic motor conferences. Emotocon. Yeah. Wouldn't that just be emotorcon, though? Well, yeah, but you got moto, so what, what's right, wait, the wait. moto thing? Wait, we, let's, let's see if we can come up with a, in, having this be an acronym. Motocon. Because you always have the motorcycle things are called motos. Mechanics. Moto is a programming language. Really? It's also a restaurant. I'm looking up moto on yeah. Wikipedia. Electronic mechanics. Uh, it's a program the... regular. Uh, it's a restaurant in Chicago known for molecular gastronomy. What? It's a weird way of cooking. I don't okay. understand it. Wait, wait. It's like electronic mechanics of the something convention. Um, of, of the Outland? No. No. All, all I know is motos uh, is short for motocross, which is a form of motorcycle racing. So I'm talking electronic motocross conferences. There we go. 
Because then it's Moto Co. Yeah. Well, that would still be Moto Crow, wouldn't it? But, but they, Moto, Moto is, Cross is known as all right. Moto. All right. So electronic Moto Convention, the E-Moto Convention? Yes. So it would be the electronic versions of those games, maybe? Do they have any Moto Cross games? Yeah, plenty. Uh, not all of them are, are bikes. A couple of them are ATV, all-terrain vehicles. Hmm. But yeah, Motocross was a, a huge seller for the PS3, I thought. Interesting. Uh, TV I still Motocross like electronic TV? mechanics of the, the something convention. I need the something, though. What starts with an O? Electronic mechanics of the ocean convention. Yes. <laughs> Electronics in the ocean. That doesn't exactly. seem to go well. Exactly. Moto. That's why they need mechanics. Because they would. It's, it's, it's a... Mm. There's a uh, Brazilian soccer team called the Moto Club. I don't think that's what we're... Masters we, of the Obvious? Replica. Masters of Electronic Masters of the Obvious convention? Yes. So this is like the convention... So CES? Maybe. Masters of the it's Obvious is... Month, it, right? it's, it's a band. Oh. So um, it'd be like the, the... Yeah, but the Electronic Masters of the, of the Obvious? Maybe. I, it would be, maybe, it's, maybe it's the conference for their online group. Maybe their online group is called Emoto. Ooh. And this is their conference. Do they, do they get Emoto mail? Maybe. E- Emoto mail. <laughs> Um, uh, Mr. Moto is a fictional Japanese secret agent. Anything yes. you can do with that? Well, don't don't they say hello Moto in the, the yes Wii in the horrible Mor- Motorola commercials? No, oh yeah, those are Motorola as we would like to play. Yes. So the Motorola is hello Moto. Yes. Oh, is that the yes. secret agent? Is that what they're basing it off of? I don't know. Let's look up the Wikipedia on Mr. Moto. Woohoo, Mr. Mr. Moto. Mr. I.A. Moto. And while Andy's looking that up, I, I would like to bring up one topic that we kind of skipped over. Sure. We have new forums on the website. Yes, yes. We've been talking about this for quite yes, we some do. time, and new forums are up, so go. Unfortunately, you have to re-sign up, but they're out, they're out there. Uh, they might change in the next couple of weeks, depending on whether or not Andy and I get time to work up a new style. I kind of like how it looks now, but uh, go sign up. It's a spore, uh, Cold War spy novel. Mr. Moto. Yes, there's okay. a bunch of them. Uh, Mr. Moto takes a hand. Your turn, Mr. Moto. Thank you, Mr. Moto. Think fast, Mr. Moto. Mr. Moto is so sorry. Last laugh, Mr. Moto. Right you are, Mr. Moto. Mr. Moto Roboto. Mr. Moto, uh, your turn. Oh, those are uh, reprints. Never mind. And a comic book of Welcome Back, Mr. Moto. Oh, there's also films, too. Ooh. Mr. Moto's Gamble. Are, are they Japanese films, or...? I guess so. English check. films, or...? Uh, yeah. It's originally to be a Charlie Chan film. Huh. So, yeah. Maybe it'd be worth just kind of checking one of those out. I wonder if Netflix has them. It's on IMDb, so maybe. All right. Well, Emotocons. Emotocons. The things we never knew existed. And completely made up. Yes. Did we just say that you should probably check your spelling next time before you post things? Because we'll take it exactly as we read it. Yeah. So, that's about it. Bobby Pins, Bruce Campbell. Emoto. And Jack Thompson. It, it, but we haven't actually had those as... We, we had, had Bruce Campbell. We had Bobby Pins and Bruce Campbell. We never had Jack Thompson. No, as but remember topic. the Bruce Campbell one? Yes. Was Jack Thompson? Yeah. Oh. Bruce Campbell, Jack Thompson. It feels I the same in the mouth. No, no, it doesn't. It might feel the same in your mouth, but it does not feel well, Andy, the same you know in your what? heart. In the same way, Eastern is not greater than U of M. It is. And we're done. It is. No, it's not. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. This is episode 49, recorded live in front of a studio audience on Boxing Day 2007. All right, so um, we got our last 10 minutes here. Do you want to hit our random, random top? topic? Uh, my laptop is gone, so I don't have my dice program. And there's no such thing as a 21-sided dice. dice. So we went to the we went to the internet and randomly had to choose a number between one and twenty one, and came up with ten. Yes, which was your opinion on the upcoming D and D fourth edition. Fourth edition was announced shortly before PAX. Fourth edition was announced. I closed editions of Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons fourth edition was announced on August fifteenth, two thousand and seven, which was about two weeks before PAX. Yeah. Uh, so Wizards of the Coast had a huge showing there. They they really wanted to use this, uh, which is really great because I mean, yeah, they could have. Well, they also announced it for Gen Con too, didn't they? Yeah. But it was Gen Con and PAX. They were like, ah, let's show this off. Let's get this out there. On the one hand, and Andy and I spent a, a good ten fifteen minutes perusing the list of changes before the podcast. Yeah. So we'd have some sort of background information on this, not like the bobby pin incident. Um. So what do you, what do you think, Dave? <sighs> I don't. I like some of the changes, yeah. and I don't like some of the changes. I mean, changes. It's, it's it's nice that they're doing things like simplifying grapple because someone says that, and we all cringe. I'm gonna grapple somebody. No, don't. <laughs> just hit him, please. Just hit the guy. Like just no, faint instead. Just like pretend you. Ah, oh, fuck. Do something other than trying to grapple. We all grab for the player's handbook. 
And we're all like, but is it here? Is it I here? grappled page 150-something. That's what we should do. Just get a little thing in the book that literally says, okay, grapple is I here. I had one. Gold is here. This is here. Uh, we need to get, uh, okay, you're somewhere in there. It's combat, grapple. Combat, somewhere in the combat, combat. section. Uh, yeah. yeah, 156. That was pretty damn close. Somewhere in there. Um, so yeah, there... Uh, grapple is a page and a half in the player's handbook. <laughs> New, new races, including Dragonborn. What the, is that? That's in the standard what? book. Is Dragonborn. It's going to be in the standard book. But it's not the standard human, orc, elf, Andy, and the combination you, of the... And because gnomes. you've been playing D&D 3rd Edition, so that's what you're taking as standard. Well, yes. Who's to say elf should be standard? Or halfling? Cause they're, they're, when did halfling become standard? I don't know, but it's it's just been one of those those you've always had those set characters, and these are just throwing the crazy characters. Yes, you've always had them in third edition. <laughs> Did you play second edition? Do you know what the standard races were in second edition? No, I don't remember. Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't even know if they're. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, second Dungeons edition. It was Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. No, that was different. That was different? Yeah. I thought it was D&D and then Advanced D&D. And then it was uh, well, maybe. the basic set. And then there was Advanced D&D second edition. Uh-huh. And then it was uh, third edition. And then 3.5. And now fourth. Come yeah, on, Dave. <laughs> You're supposed to know these things. Yes, I, I suppose I am. Now, what we can talk about also with uh, D&D 4th edition is the uh, the Gleemax, the, the Gleemax? online capabilities, oh, man. and how See, you could have... That's the big pull for yeah, Wizards so for this, what is that? They, they wanted everything you online. do a subscription-based D&D. Yeah, so you can subscribe to the thing, so, you could get all First the- off, before we even do the online, the core books, the PHB, Monster Man, and DMT, are both, both, all three are going to be annual publications. So wait, I'm going to have to buy a new book every year? Mm-hmm. What? Uh, Can't books- I buy just like a little thing to stick in Yeah, the- like what, what's the update? Yeah, the books are like 30 bucks each. That's 100 bucks a year. I'm not going to do that. Plus the online subscription of $10 a month. To get the updates from so the... So you're looking at 200 a year. Well, no, but you can get the you can get the. I thought the online updates were going to be online for the books and um, stuff. Well, if they are, that would be kind of stupid on Wizards' part because someone's just got printed off and put it online. Uh, players will also be able to use D and D Insider tools and access regular new content similar to the manual that was previously released in D and D magazines for a monthly fee greater than the old subscription fee, but less than an MMORPG, which we found out was ten dollars a month. month. So that's going to be the. But, so yeah, the DM kit is going to include Dungeon Builder, Adventure Builder, PC Generator, Character yeah. Sheets, and, Visualizers. You know, I, I saw the demos of all this stuff, yeah. and it looked great, but I'd rather just pay 40 bucks and have it. Yeah, instead of having to, especially since we'd have to be accessing online capabilities in right. order to do this. Like, it's look cool, this would be great, especially in our group things, where we could just go, okay, instead of having our maps of, okay, we think this might be over here, and yeah. this might be over, maybe over there. And, like, the, the pre-published sets could just come with a disc that has all the maps on but it. They're not going to do it that way. They want you to be their subscription. They want to be connected to their servers, which I find ridiculous. I don't well, like it. No, I'm like, even though you have to connect to the server, when you go out and buy the books yeah. that have yeah. pre-made adventures, yeah. if it's got, I mean, just because you have to connect to the server doesn't mean you can't have local files. But you're not going to be able to, do, you have to be online. You have to connect to the server to authenticate and you have to maintain that connection to use the program. But there's points, like in Brian's basement, we don't really have that good of an internet connection. Right. But I, that's not what I'm, t- I'm talking about. That the, the books could come with a disc that has the maps on them. You'd still have to connect to the server to then use the, the program. what's the point of having the disk? Why don't you have a code that will just access the because, codes online? Because wizards would have to maintain the extra, the extra stuff for downloading the books. The books are done by third-party developers. Really? They aren't all done by okay. wizards. That sort of makes sense, but... Uh... Well, take World's Largest. Yeah. It's not done by Wizards of the Coast. That's AEG. I don't know what AEG stands for, but that's who published the book. But if that... I mean, we've had... That's a big map. That's a huge map. It'd but if nice it came with a disk that had the maps built in... Oh, that'd be nice, especially with the, the climax and stuff. Right. Then we could actually have everything mapped out instead of trying it. to find... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm sort of looking forward. I'm sort of not, but we're going to have to wait until middle of next year to find out, really. Right. And then we have to decide if we're even going to upgrade. That is true. We might just, I mean, we, the five of us that usually play together, we're pretty comfortable with the rules. Yeah, so I don't know. Having to go through and relearn it all. But then it's be relearning it for better rules. Right. So. We could make a, a, a version 3.75, take the best parts from both. Make our own D&D rules? Yeah, people do it all the time. We just couldn't publish it. <laughs> Mm, I don't know. Andy looks scared of yeah. lawsuit. <laughs> mm, 
Okay, so we're at the we're about an uh, hour. So opinion, general opinion. I don't want to have to pay over and over and over and over. Yeah, I would love it if they could just do all that stuff without having to pay for the subscription. If I could pay once and just get all the tools, yeah. that's what I loved about Role Players Home was all the tools were yeah, right and there. It, it wasn't even paid. No, RPH was a free site. Yeah, which went down and is slowly reconstructing. Yes, which is why I'm starting to write this programs for Java that would replace the other stuff, but. Yeah. So that'd be kind of cool to actually build our own database for characters and stuff on there. Wouldn't be too hard. I know. I mean, I programmed the, the character creation page right. already. Well, the, the program to create characters. Right. So, I don't know. I'm... Eh, whatever. All right. So. I guess that's it. Are we done? See you next year. I, I apologize again for the quality. Yeah, it's going to be fun to edit. Yeah. All right. Have I space bombed again? No. Wonderful. All right. See ya. This is episode 50, recorded live on February 26, 2008. But, okay, random topic. Okay, we've got 20 of them. We rolled 19. 19. So that's the second. Oh, it's one of the new ones. If money was no issue, what components would your ultimate gaming PC consist of? CPU, graphics card, case, etc. Newegg.com. <laughs> All right, so we'd have to go with a quad-core chip. One of the n- uh, Intel just released info about their 6-core. Six 6-core? Six oh, and the new Intel motherboard. That has two chip slots in it? Two chip slots in it? Yeah. Uh, the, the Skella something. Crap. Screw one. that. Just go get a, just get dual, dual cell processors. <laughs> dual cell processors. Um, oh God, what was Some of those called? new, what is it, the 8800 graphics cards? I swear that, I swear I saw a motherboard that had multiple SLIs on it. Hang on. Uh, hang on. Case. What would I do for a case? All right, so this this is back when yeah. quad core was yeah. Yeah, like the the top. Yes. So this is an eight core motherboard, uh, unofficially known as the Skull Trail. The Skull Trail. The Skull Trail, officially wow. called the Intel Dual Socket Extreme Desktop Platform, retails for six hundred and fifty dollars. I don't know. I'd still love to go with the multiple core processors. That would. It is a multi core process. Well, no, multi multi cell processor. Two cell processors. Yeah. So two eight core processors. Yep. Uh, you'd probably be better off with the two quad core or two six core hex core. I guess it is because the cell processors are really weird and specialized. And yeah. Oh, excuse me. And it's not really eight core. It's one master core with like seven little sub cores. Oh. So it's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we go wait, with the... What's okay, what the cell with, eight core or six core? That's eight. Okay, that's... It's eight. Yeah. It's eight. So the Skull Trail. Okay, so we got to go with the multi, multi-core multi processors. Um, we got to get the really fast RAM that, that you can overclock and is oh, water-cooled. The, uh, instead of a, a hard drive, I, I want the new solid-state PCI cards. Tens of thousands of times faster than a normal hard drive because it's all solid state. Yeah. It's like a giant flash memory thing. Okay, uh, but you can get those up to like a terabyte. Okay, so we gotta go with the we gotta go so with get the two of those solid state drive um, case. Something that can be water cooled because and you got you got all the neons. Oh, dude, I'd I'd want the uh, a clear case that's oil cooled where all the components are submerged. Like, that's gonna be a pain to swap out components though. Hey, money is no object. I'll hire someone else to do it. <laughs> you deal with this. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the monitor, I would have to go with... It was an old IBM monitor. It's a CRT monitor. Mm-hmm. But this thing had such a high resolution, it needed two DVI cables to run. thing could br- put out four HD signals on the screen at once, at full resolution, at the same time. I would go with the... I think I'm not sure if they actually are producing it yet. It was more of a concept picture. Uh, it was three 30-inch monitors, but they were curved. Curved monitors? Yeah, so you would be at the focus. And so whichever way you looked, you were looking straight at a monitor. Dude. Yeah, three. So you'd be like... the inches. <laughs> you would have your little... Your you, like, you were in case. I mean, you, you had peripheral vision on a monitor. I could see that. Let's see. Um, if money was no object, I'd get the... I don't know. I really am loving my Model M keyboard that I found just now. Opt, uh, was it Maximus? Optimus Maximus? Yes, but the, the Model M. It's the only keyboard you can defend yourself from zombies with. What? Have you seen the Model M keyboard? It's the thing made by... Made it, made in the 80s from IBM. The thing is a freaking brick. It's got that wonderful springy click-clack. Okay. Andy, price is no object. Have and that. 
and the Optimus Maximus. Okay, okay, I can see Two that. Two keyboards, the computers can I, run that. That's fine. Yeah, you could. But I don't look at you the use keyboard. the Optimus Maximus for gaming and shortcuts. I don't look at the keyboard right. when I play. Right. So why does it matter if I have screens on my keyboard? Because it's really badass and cool. But does it really matter? But is money an object? No. Well, there you go. But still, just completely subliferous. Not necessarily, because there are times where I would like shortcuts on the keys. And it would just be so cool. Come on. All right, so mice, you'd have to get one of those laser wireless mouses with the multi-buttons and the weights you can distribute in there and the yeah. feedback the mice options. probably be the cheapest part of this whole thing, and I'd say that's probably going to cost around two to $300. And you'd have to get a nice... Let's see, um, dual NVIDIA... The top-of-the-line NVIDIA yeah, graphic like cards, what, yeah. Yeah, uh, like I'd say, I swear, I saw a motherboard that had dual SLIs. Yeah, uh, quad SLI. Yeah, get that. Four, no. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't need four graphics cards. Do you really need the Optimus keyboard? Okay, fine, four graphics cards. But if you're, you're going to the Optimus only, keyboard... No, no, because there are only so many PCI slots. So? Uh, physics card? Can't we just somehow... Con- if money's no object, I we want to program more people. PCI slots. Yeah, I want to program people to have my two motherboards talk to each other. People, yeah. Well, programming people. Okay, that's different. Than actually, I want to yeah. program people. <laughs> no, no. So somebody can actually get the multi SLI motherboard to talk with the multi multi core motherboard. <laughs> so you have a bunch of PCI slots. So you got your physics card. So you got your 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 killer NIC card. Got the the hard drive. Yeah. PCI cards. Yeah. So you've got your nice, nice big like RAID five terabytes of solid of terabytes state. of solid state memory set up in a RAID. Yeah, set up you, in a RAID. You don't need RAID five for that. No, Andy. Come on, solid state's still on the edge. You, I want some backup if I'm going with entirely solid state drives. Yeah, but the point of RAID five is that you're it, it's fast. You don't need speed when you have this thing. So you, I say you still need speed. Okay, fine. RAID five. Okay. So Long got, story short, I want a computer that can run Crisis. <laughs> Yeah, I've actually just picked up an article in one of the magazines, a PC Builder magazine or something like that, but they're like, hey, you can build this computer for under like $2,000 and runs Crisis at like 40 frames per second. On max graphics levels? I don't know. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, They can say you can run it at whatever FPS you want, but it's got to be at max uh, graphics. So what about sound? You have to go with the 7.1. 7. Yeah, 7.1. Uh, actual nice speakers. Probably get some... Sennheisen, or maybe... No, you know what? Actually, I, I wouldn't have the 7.1 card. No? No, I'd have uh, the optical out. Optical out to an actual, honest-to-goodness... Mixer. Mixer, yeah. with actual honest-to-goodness... the 7.1 yeah. surround. Okay, I can see that. Uh, uh, HD in. Yeah, HD, HDMI in. So you could watch your TV. You could basically have your computer be your TiVo as well. Yep. While you're gaming, it probably has enough power. Yeah, especially if you have the, like, the three 30-inch monitors. How, mu- how much RAM would we put in this thing? We'd have to oh, get the RAM easily overclock. Easily water cool. gig of RAM. Yeah, of course. That would Jesus, be- this thing would cost... We're talking... With all the shit we're talking about, some look at like $10,000 at least. Yeah, but think about it. Think of like 10 years ago. Like, yeah. Computers right now are like 3000 some odd dollars for like the, just a computer back yeah. like 20 years ago. In, in about you know 20 years, what we're talking about will be completely obsolete. I know. Isn't it great? It's terrifying. It's great. It's brilliant. I could go and blow $10,000 now. On this absolute state-of-the-art machine. Yeah. And in five years, it won't matter. I know. It's awesome. That's terrible. It's awesome. It's awesome if you're willing to wait the five years. Oh, we'd, ha- we'd have to put wireless N on there and have Ethernet, just in case. Yeah. Going to LAN parties, you probably have to wheel this thing in a cart. Oh, no, 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 because I, I want it all... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not minimized. You want it I, I tiny? Want, yeah, yes, like I want... I want Compact? This, compact. I want as small a form factor as I can get. Okay, so you want this all in a shuttle case? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I want it all in a MacBook Air. <laughs> It's physically impossible. I could just see it, like, you literally, like, open it up, and some of, like, the three screens are all, like, layered on top of each other, and they just, like, slide, slide out. out. Oh, that's brilliant. And the Optimus keyboard has got the other keyboard underneath it, <laughs> and you hit a little button, and the mic just the mouse, over. The mouse, like, pops out, and then, like, it's got that plastic that can reform to its yeah. shape and hold it. It's like a giant transformer computer. I want this all in a laptop. We could call it the Transformer. It's brilliant. We'd only get sued by three different companies. 
<laughs> but it would be brilliant. Oh my god, this would be awesome. And now I'm going to have to go back to my single core 64-bit computer with one gigabyte of RAM and 80 gigabytes of hard drive space. I Running at 1.8 gigahertz. Someday, someday something like this will come to us. In my big, huge case with my 22-inch LCD monitor that that can't do anything. Now I'm all Later, sad. Later, everyone.